I mean, think about it. This is not my message, anyway. I'm just kind of like trying to tell you so you can understand who you are. I mean, we don't understand that. I'm pretty sure most of us don't understand that we are the child of God. I mean, imagine that if you understand it. Levi doesn't even understand that he's got the best life in the world. My little boy. <laughs> it's funny. Anyway, first thing you got to remember today, you are the... Yeah. You are the child of God. I've got a lot of stuff to talk about, so there's a lot of stuff. So, bear in mind, we could go on till... What's the time? Probably 12 or 1, so... <clears throat> I mean, are you a child of God? You like listening to the word of God? <laughs> so anyway. Every time I turn on the TV, I'm listening to these preachers on the, all they talk about is, uh, you know, the, the end times and the coronavirus and all this stuff. I just like switch off and I'm just like, oh, I'm just over this stuff. You know what I mean? Do you think? Are you guys over this? Yeah, come on, somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> so, before I get on, I want to talk about faith and fear. Alright, I want to talk about that. But before I talk about that, I'm going to quickly just mention six hindrances that holds, that holds you back, alright? Very quickly, before I talk about this, faith and fear. So the first one is, <clears throat> lack of understanding that you are new creation. Lack of understanding that you're a new creation. Everybody knows that? So, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the old has gone. The new is here. Alright? You've got to understand that. And the second one is, lack of understanding of our place in Him and His place in us. You know, I'm going to go to Ephesians 3, 6. In, and, the, and the third one is lack of understanding of righteousness. Like, you know, we are righteous. You know, in first, um, in, um, in James 5, 16 and John 1, 9, it talks about, you know, when God forgives you, He forgives you of all your unrighteousness. And there's power in people who are righteous when they pray, because that's what it talks about. And the next one is um, lack of understanding about acting on the word. Like, you know, you know the word of God, but you don't act, you don't act on it. You know what I mean? James talks about, um, talks about in 120, he talks about like, you know, it's better for you not just to hear it, you got to do something about it. Because you're deceiving yourself if you're just listening to it. So if you're listening to these words today and you don't do something about it, you're deceiving yourself. So you got to do something about it. And the next one is lack of understanding that we have to hold fast our confession. Like, you know, when you're confessing stuff, it is very important. Oh, I can't do that. I'm a loser. Oh, I just can't do that. Oh, she can do that. She's better. So you got to confess. Your confession, you got to hold on to it. If you say you are sick, I know you're still coughing, but you just got to keep holding on to that. I am healed. I am healed. Because you know what? It's going to just be over. But then if you got prolonged by confessing it that you're not, then you're not. You know what I mean? For instance, like, we're building a house at the moment. And I, 
I'll confess and I was like, yeah, we're going to move in this, we're going to move this, and then all of a sudden it just keeps prolonging, and then all of a sudden we got like, oh man, those guys suck. And like your confession starts to change, you know what I mean? Because you're looking at the stuff that's happening, you're not looking at what's inside of you. See, Jesus said he's already given you the keys to heaven and hell. You know, the keys to everything that you need is right in your hand. But see, because we are looking outward, because we don't understand. We don't understand that we are the child of God. See, if God created the heavens and the earth, that's your dad. You know, we should be living a better life, peaceful life, joyful life. So those are the six hindrances that hold you back from faith. So the number one is lack of understanding of your new creation. Number two is lack of understanding our place in Him and His place in us. Number three is lack of understanding of our righteousness. And number four is lack of understanding of our privilege and the right to use the name of Jesus. See, we don't even use that name we, because we don't understand it more. For instance, like when like you probably watch a horror movie, then all of a sudden you're getting scared, uh, you know. Instead of calling Jesus, you call the ambulance or you call something else. You know what I mean? Because... Dude, it's right there. Like Jesus is in you because you don't understand how to use it. All right? And, then, and the last and the sixth one is lack of understanding that you have to hold fast to your confession. You know? So hold fast. If people say you can't, keep holding on to Jesus. All right? Man, this will be quiet here. Yeah? I'm a bit, a bit sweaty. All right, all right. I really want to take my shirt off, but uh... anyway. Um, I'm just going to hold on. I'm just going to take my shirt off. So, now that I've shown you, and, and, and like I've read to you, like, those hindrances of faith. So, I'm going to talk about faith and fear, all right? So I want us to, if you've got your Bible, you know, people don't bring any Bible anymore. They've got their iPhones. Yeah. Who's got your Bible? Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get you guys to read the Bible today. So it's kind of like a teaching and preaching at the same time. So bear with Jesus, not me. So can we put up uh, Revelation 1, 17, 18, please? Uh, here we go. So we'll read this. Oh man, I wish someone could read it out. Uh, can't. Do you want to read that out, Courtney? Please. Yep, louder, please. Awesome. Let's go to Psalms 118, verse 6, please. Yep. Okay, everybody, can everybody read this? Oh, one, two, three. The Lord is my side, I will not fear. What can man do to me? Uh, can we read it again, please? The Lord is on my side, I will not fear. What can man do to me? Remember when I was talking to you guys about holding on to your confession? Confess that every day. Confess that every day. Okay, the next one is uh, Isaiah 54, 14 to 15, please. Mr. Ryan Trinder. Courtney? In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Okay, hold on. 
Can you read it once more louder so everybody could know and understand? This is preaching right here. I don't have to translate it. I'm going to read it to you guys. Now listen very carefully. In righteousness, you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. For you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. How crazy is that? See, people are scared of needles. You know, I mean, it's... Yes, of course, you'll be afraid of something really sharp. And afraid of something that you don't even know where it's coming from. <coughs> All right? Anyway, uh, and, from, and he goes, from terror... It shall not come near you. How crazy is that? Courtney, can you read it one more time? In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. All right, let's go to Hebrews 13 verse 6. Ah, this is good, man. Hold on, uh, Jesus. What are you saying? Oh, okay. Yep. This is what Jesus is saying. He goes, The Lord is my helper. All right. I will not fear. What can man do to me? That is crazy, eh? Have you guys got the Bible, the same Bible that I read? You guys got it, eh? See, the very important thing in life is reading your Bible. Because God is talking to you through the Bible every single day. You don't have to wait for a Sunday or wait for someone special. Go to it yourself and start reading this thing. This is so good for you. Look at this. He's like, everything is happening. And then just goes like, I am your helper. I will not fear. Because what? Look, look, look. What can men do to you? Ah, Crazy. Yeah. Very simple. Effective. Right there on the board. It does not need a, a scientist to explain this. Eh? <laughs> All right. Now listen up. Satan cannot do anything to us apart from fear. Then God can do something for us apart from faith. See, faith moves God because faith is in God. Fear moves Satan because fear is in Satan. But what is faith? Okay, let's go to Hebrews 11, 1, 6. Because I don't want this to be my words. I want this to be the word of Jesus, alright? I'm just here like, you know, I'm pretty much like a speaker for Jesus. And if I say something that really hurts you, don't look at me, look at him. Alright? <laughs> Here we go. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's crazy, eh? See, faith is a spiritual force. It's God's creative power. It's the substance of things hoped for. See, faith is the fuse that ignites the power of God. Crazy. And this faith you've got. Look at somebody who goes like, oh, dude, do I have faith? Do you have faith? You've got it. Rob's got faith. Look at him. He's looking nice and shiny. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, because faith, that's what faith does. You know, 
It gives you confidence. It gives you power. It's the creative power. It's the power that lives within you. All right. What is fear? All right. Number two. What is fear? Let's go to Mark 4, 37 to 41. It talks about Jesus. You know, Mr. Jesus, you know, the, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He's like pretty much in a little boat, in a fishing boat with the disciples. Can we put that up? Oh, you don't have that one? It's all right. So Jesus is in the boat and he's uh, sleeping on the boat. Then all of a sudden, winds began to come in and the waves and all of a sudden the boat started. Do you guys know this story? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said you were Christians. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's just... <laughs> Okay, so Jesus is on this boat and he's like sleeping and the disciples were in there. They're just like doing the fishing. So then all of a sudden these big waves and winds started to come in and the boat started to like, you know, and the disciples were getting really scared. Oh, no, no. But yet they didn't realize. Yes, awesome. That the King of King, listen, the King of King, the Lord of Lord, the one who created the universe, the one who created you, brother. Is sitting on the boat, sleeping. Let me tell you something. You're a boat right now, and Jesus is inside you. He's not sleeping, but he's there, but you are sleeping. <laughs> See, in Revelation 3, 20, it talks about Jesus coming in, knocking on the door. Why? Because you pushed Jesus out, and you left him outside, and you just wanted to do your own thing. So, Jesus was in the boat. Then the disciple goes, Jesus, Jesus, wake up. This is, yep, uh, wind, uh, we're going to die. You know, I mean, it's happening right now. We're on the boat and it's rocking, you know, it's rocking. Who are you going to call out to? Fear is a spiritual force. It's Satan's destructive power. It's a substance of things not desired. You know, things that you don't desire for, it's going to come to you. That was his fear. And it's very scary. That's why when I was t- uh, telling you about first, the six hindrance of faith, you know, you got to understand who you are. Understand your confession. Understand the power that's within you. Understand that you are the child of God. Understand that no man cannot harm you. No matter where you are in your life. I'm not talking about, even if you don't pray every day, Jesus is in there still. Because that's how good he is. Because the Bible says in Romans that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Like he's in there. Choo! Amen. Give me a smile. Don't, don't cry away. And there, there's another story uh, in Matthew 14, chapter 30. And it talks about Jesus. He's walking on the water, right? And then guess what? Peter. Whoa, look at Jesus walking on the water. And then guess what? He stepped out. And he was walking on the water. And guess what? Instead of looking at Jesus, he looked at the waves. And guess what happened to him? Exactly. So we are Peter right now. And Jesus this morning is telling us, look at him. Hold on to him. Let him be the one. Let him be the one to hold you. Let him be the one in the first place. Whatever you do, let him be there. See, fear was a substance of Peter's undesirable failure. 
Now, how does faith work? See, faith comes by hearing the word of God. We know that, eh? I didn't give him, I didn't give it to Jay, uh, Brian, sorry. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Faith is developed through meditating, all right? And faith is applied by speaking of things that are not as though they were. You know, remember, I was in Fiji a few years back, and I was sitting on a corner. I had no bank card, no money. I had my visa to come to Australia, but nothing at all. And I was sitting on the corner, and I was sitting across a big market, and about a few meters away was uh, Qantas. Qantas is a travel agent. And uh, this is in Fiji. I was just sitting there. I was like about two hours away. If I miss my two hours, I'm not coming to Australia. I had my visa. And I was say, God, I know. I know that you're going to provide for me. I know. No matter what happens, I know. You know, I was speaking of things that are not there, but I was speaking. And I was just sitting there like, oh, man. Then all of a sudden, it was 3.30. Because 4 o'clock, it starts the office. And I was like, nah, I know, I know, quarter two. And then my phone rang. And I said, oh, there's someone in the bank. If you can quickly go and see him. It's called, uh, is it the Fiji National Bank? So I went in West Bank, that's it. This man was standing there, gave me an envelope. I said, he said, um, Mika, this guy told me to give you this. I said, oh, yeah, okay. So I got it. I just put the envelope in and there's like hundreds of dollars in there. Quickly ran into the contest, paid my ticket. Australia. But I'm just saying, faith is something that you don't see. You know, you gotta, you gotta. (laughs) Uh, It's applied by speaking of things that are not as though they were. All right? See, Jesus is the author. The author and the developer of our faith. See, the only way your faith is developed is by reading, praying, reading, praying, and acting on the word. Acting on the word. Reading, praying, and acting on acting on the word is doing stuff of what the word of God is saying. You know what I mean? You gotta do it. Now, how does fear work? <laughs> it's the opposite, eh? See, fear fear. Works or comes by hearing the word of the world. Woo! Hey! Everybody's got a lot of fear, eh? <laughs> Why? Because we hear the word of the world all the time. See, the more you hear the word of the world, guess what you get? Yay! Pia! Hello! But the more you hear the word of faith, what do you, hear? What do you get? Man, it's not hard, eh? 1 plus 1, 2, 2 plus 2, 4, 4 plus 4, 6... No, probably seven, no, eight. No, I mean, it's so easy to understand those things, but it's hard. You know why this is hard? Because Satan is working with the world. And he's trying his best to hide it from us. It's very hard. Like, see, you open a TV and guess what? Fear comes in straight away. A kid was lost five months ago. A woman got stabbed. A man got killed. Uh, Rabbit got shot. You know, if you think about this, if you think about this, this is the news of the world, and the news of the world develops faith. 
See, you're not even listening. Fear. <laughs> See, that's why we need to get to the Word of God so we can develop the faith that is in us, all right? Get to the Word of God. It's very good. Like, this Word is good. I'm telling you. And you got to take it in when you got to do something about it. Otherwise, next week, still in the same Holy Word. Didn't even try to build something new. Why? Because you... You're just listening to the world. You're listening to your mother. You're listening to your father. Ah, there's no way, dear, you can handle that. Nah, just leave that to Russell. <laughs> no, that's what it is. Because you're listening to them. And then all of a sudden, like, fear becomes part of your life. Then all of a sudden, like, oh, I don't know what's happening next week. Oh, my gosh. Like, you know, like, I don't even know if I can go to the park anymore. Because I went there last week and they caught a glass. Oh, my gosh. I mean, think about this. Think about this. I know it's fun. <laughs> I know it's fun. But you know what? You've got to start listening to the Word of God. Because it develops faith inside of you. That's crazy. See, fear is developed through meditating and acting on Satan's lie. See, fear is applied by speaking of things that are not as though they were. Guess what? Fear demands compromise. And guess who supports and develops fear? Satan. He develops it. It's like, mm-hmm, I'm developing these guys. Mm, I got a good team here. <laughs> it's so funny, but guess what? It's reality, man. Start acting on the Word of God and start listening to the Word. Because it develops your faith. All right? If you're listening to those negative stuff, maybe you should get away from them. Maybe you should look for some good people who can like, tell you good stuff. If you're listening to this, ba 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 black sheep, no, why don't you like go and listen to some other good songs, you know what I mean? Maybe you should go home and turn on the, like, nice worship song. So what? It feeds your mind. Because the devil is working so hard. Because he wants a team. And he wants his team big enough so he can fill up the lake of fire. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's reality. <sighs> so, are you guys getting in with this, or... See, fear becomes doubt and unbelief when it's acted upon. See, fear is not normal to us, Christian. It should be not normal. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. But the thing is, like, you have to receive fear before it can enter the heart and stop faith. So how do you receive fear? See, fear is probably stopping your faith right now. You got to get rid of it. Look, we receive what we, continue, what we continually look at. So if you're looking at all those negative stuff, that's what you're going to get. It's like playing those uh, plays of bed. Eh? The more you put, the more you get. Plays of bed, plays of bed. <laughs> it is like that, eh? So like, do you want more fear? Yeah, just put it on, put it on. <laughs> and you go like, what's happening to you? Oh, man, I'm so scared. I've got this. Oh, the doctor told me I've got this disease. Oh, it can't go away. The doctor gave me three months to leave. I was like, oh, my gosh. Jesus came to give you life, life more abundantly. You know, he doesn't just give you life here on earth. But guess what he's doing? He's preparing a mansion for you. How cool is it? And here you are, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to building my, uh, build our house. It's good. It's, it's there. But nah. Wait till you see what God is going to give you. Hmm? It's going to be like worth it. It's going to worth the ride. It's going to worth the sweat. It's going to worth those reading time. 
when you don't want to read, oh, just gotta. It's so easy to pick up a newspaper and read a newspaper, eh? It's so easy to pick up like some magazines to to read it or like some stuff on Facebook to look at. But it's so hard to read the Word of God, eh? Is that true? Yeah, man. Whew. See, fear acted on produced the law of sin and death. But faith acted on produced the law of the spirit of life, which means if you do both, you're going to get you're going to get it both. Either you're going to get fear or faith. See, how many of you here um, are going through stuff right now? Like, how many of you here? All of you. Like, whether you like it or not, you're going through stuff. It could be like some small thing. It could be some big things. But we are going through stuff. But see, the Bible tells us clearly that when Jesus came, he didn't just come and sit on the corner. He didn't just come and stand here on a Sunday. He didn't come and went to pastor kids house and they said that they had a cup of tea and then he delivered his message. No, 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 he didn't do that. He said, don't you know that you are the temple of the living God? Hmm? That's crazy, yeah. See, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, is living in your heart right now. But for this king to come out and produce good fruits, you got to start to act on his word. Maybe you won't feel it that he's there. Maybe you won't, like, oh, I can't even, I don't even know if he's there. But fear is not about feeling. Faith is not about feeling. God is not about feeling. It's about believing that he's there, but he's not. Look, you've got to hold on to this thing. You know, I was uh, talking to Darren uh, a week ago, oh, Wednesday. And I was saying to him, man, it's crazy how we believe in Jesus, but we're still not happy that it's maybe the end of the days or end of days. You know what I mean? We're not happy. Like it's supposed to be a rejoicing time for us Christians. We should be rejoicing right now. Eh? I know, I know Penny just built a new house, but sorry, man, you're going to leave that house. You're going to leave it behind because you're going to a better one. And no, but I'm just saying, I mean, think about it. How come we're not rejoicing about this? How come? How come we're not rejoicing about the greater things that God has installed for you? The reason why we're not rejoicing, why? Because of fear. See? See, fear has come in and it's overtaken your thinking. That's why, that's why Paul said, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the... How does stuff come in our mind? Exactly, by reading stuff, by listening to negativities and stuff. See, this message is very simple. But this message can only be powerful to you if you act upon it, if you do something about it. Let me tell you something. God, the throne of God, Jesus is here right now. He's here right now. Like no music, no preaching, no teaching. No one brought him here. He's always been here all the time. 
He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. He's always here. But in your mind, fear has come through and said like, Jesus is not there. Only when Pastor Keith comes and Jesus will be there. <laughs> Only when this big preacher comes and Jesus will be there. No way, man. Jesus has been here all the time. He's here, man. He's in your heart right now. Wherever you go, you take Jesus with you because you have accepted him. You have received Jesus, so he's in you. Jesus is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. It's in you, but you've got to activate it. How do you activate it? By getting rid of this fear. See, fear is like a wall that blinds you from seeing the real stuff. The stuff that you really need to see. See, when fear comes in, guess what? Depression comes in. Stress comes in. Like you stress out. Oh, man, what am I going to... You know, I'm sometimes like, you know, Cody is really good with everything. But sometimes I get sick of like, uh, we're just finishing lunch. Like finish lunch. And he goes like, what are we having for dinner? What are we having next week? I'm like, oh my goodness me. Can we just like finish the day off? You know what I mean? But, but see, faith through Jesus, you don't even have to worry about tomorrow. He said, should you be like the birds? They don't even worry about tomorrow. See, the reason why we worry about these things, probably because we say we are human beings. Probably because there's just too much TVs and too much rubbish. My gosh, it's making my head so jokes. <laughs> no, I mean, if you think about it, eh? This is, this is real talk right here. Man, I'm so glad I could do this. Could keep going till 12. This is lines right here. <laughs> so I want to challenge you this morning. What are you going to choose? Who are you going to listen to? Hmm? See, maybe you're going to like, oh man, I should have, uh, we should do a church like this because when we did it the last time, you know, that is exactly a little bit of fear because you're not out of your comfort zone. See, fear is walking on a thin rope across a cliff and you're going to the other side and you're walking and you're like, if you fall, it doesn't really matter. Because you can't actually fall because you're with Jesus. You'll never fall. But we fall because of the wall, the fear that we have built ourselves. God did not build it. Satan did not build it. Satan has got no power. Satan only has power when you give it. Otherwise, he's got nothing at all. He's been defeated. He's under my feet. Under the toilet paper. Down there. Flush down. It's right down, probably a bit down. No, but I'm just saying, like, see, we don't understand that. Why? Because of this fear. Hmm. Can't see me. Man, I just, I, for me personally, I think that's what God needs you to hear. God needs you to understand today that God is with you. He's in you. But you got to play your role. You know, you got to play your role. Otherwise, we'll be in the st- same format every Sunday. Then all of a sudden, Ryan comes and oh, I'm sick of this. Why? Because it's only, we're doing man's work. We should be doing God's work. When you do God's work, you'll come here like, woohoo! Hey, man! Like, you know, you want to give stuff away. You want to do this. You want to do that. Why? Because you are like, you know, you're filled with this power. You want to spread it. Why? Because it's good. It's good. Like, no, honestly, it's good. Like, you know, see, the thing is, like, you're thinking about, like, oh, I've done this. It's really wrong. Yes, don't worry about that. See, the Bible said today is the day of salvation. 
It's not what you've done yesterday. No. Don't worry about that. If you didn't read your Bible this morning, don't worry about it. <laughs> Today is a brand new day. You could start right now. Forget about yesterday. Forget about last week. Maybe you went and played the little pokey pokey, whatever that is. Or you did this and it's really, really bad. Like, who cares, man? You know what? God is the God of today. Yesterday is gone. Today is a day, man. You know? Take that wall away. Build a bridge. I remember, you know, the secret of being happy is not to do what you like, but like what you do. So it's not in things, it is in you. And if you're feeling really uneasy, it is because you're building walls. You've got to start to build a bridge and then you can cross. See? Stop building walls and bridge is like faith. See? Building the bridge is like faith. And building the wall is fear. You know? Don't worry about the injection. Let it come. Uh, let this come. I'm, I'm going to take it in. Because you know what? I know who I am in Jesus. I speak demons like dogs. Because I know who I am in God. See, I know what it's like to have nothing. I know what it's like to have nobody. I know what it is like to sleep under the street. Because I know. See, both my parents were killed. Hmm? My father. My mother was murdered. You know, they stabbed my mom and they pissed, him, pissed her on the tree. You know, that was like ugly. But guess what? Here I am today. I'm not looking at that. Hmm? I'm not worried. That's gone. I'm a brand new man right here, buddy. Look, I'm in white, even though I'm dark. I mean, think about it. No, think about this. This is a powerful thing right here we have. We have the most powerful thing ever. Jesus. Whew, everybody's looking for this answer. Those people up there are going right in circle. Why? Because they're like trying to depend on their own self. They're trying to depend on little scientists who... I don't know where they're getting all the facts from, but we got Jesus. <laughs> we got this faith in what? Be happy. Hmm? Be happy. I got a mansion prepared for you. Whew. You're like, it's going to be so awesome. I'm going to end with this. I was uh, reading all this stuff last night. I was reading, reading, and I was like, God, what do you want me to speak about? Uh, this, this, and I'm kind of like, so I went to bed. It's kind of like I didn't even go to sleep. So I lie down. I was thinking of, uh, I have an um, older brother who died when he was little. I never, never met him. And I went to sleep, right? And I lately I was like, man, I just want to go to heaven. You know, I was thinking about that. I want to go to heaven. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I can't. You know, because I got my family, I need to look after them. But I really wanted just to like, you know, who knows what it's going to be like. I love it. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm happy, but I want us to all go together. You know what I mean? So here I am, I'm like, I went to sleep and then I close, and, and as soon as I close eyes, I'm in this house. I'm in this house when I was about eight, I think. And Jesus woke me up. I just saw this man and I knew it was Jesus, but I couldn't see his face. It's good, just the image. And he goes, Masi, get up. So I got up. And he goes like, yep. You can go now. I'm like, oh, yes, I'm so happy. And I look on the wall. There was a window. was probably like that. And there was a door there. And it was very dark. And all you could see the brightness coming in. It was a different kind of white. 
And I saw this brightness coming down, and then I'm like, yo, Jesus, should I go on the window or the door? And, it, and I was like, it didn't say anything. Like, he, I, I never heard anything, so I went to the door instead. So I went in, and I walked in. As I got out of the house, it was like a ray of light just coming down um, the sky in the middle of the night. And I woke up the hill because I knew this hill when I was little. I used to run up and down when I was little on the hill. And I went up the hill and I was up on the top and on the top there was a road. Got on the road. Then I'm like, I think there should be like a stairway or like an elevator or something. You know, it's going to take me to heaven. You know, I was thinking like that. And then I couldn't see anything. Then I looked up. And then I looked up. Then all of a sudden the, the sky just opened up for me, the whole sky. It was the best feeling ever. I don't know why I'm crying. And I saw this man look to me. He was like really nice looking. Kind of like, like Thor, you know, with a hair and a, like, you know, a bit of beard in there. And he like looked down and he smiled at me. Massive because up in the sky. And he put his hand down. And then I'm just like, all right, I'm going now. You know, I'm going. <laughs> and then I just, he reached out his hand and I touched his hand and then bam. I was up there, it's like that. And then I didn't see anything, and all I could see was this, uh, like a little, uh, you know, like a, like a childcare child thingy. I was like, oh, I don't know why I'm going to this childcare thingy. And then, you know, like, this big guy was just standing there. Like, I, when I went there, I kind of, like, just, my body just, like, went big like them, like, same size. And then I went on the right side, and he goes, like, it's going here. So, like, I went in there, and I saw this little baby lying there. Yeah, and then I woke up. Yeah, just like that. That's to me. That was like my little brother that I never saw. Yeah, how cool was that? Yeah, I was like, it was just amazing. It was this morning, and I just woke up and I just couldn't go back to sleep. Like I just went and just walked around and looked at all the windows and just like something's happening. Oh my gosh, I got like I like got a bit crazy. I was just walking around like feeling really crazy. And like my head was just like this, like something was on my head the whole time this morning. And I just lie down, I was like, oh my gosh. You know, we, you know, that's what it is. We should be happy because we're going to meet our loved ones, you know. We're going to meet people who you think you've never met, you know. And God has prepared this place for us. It's funny because a few weeks ago I was talking to Darren, man, I just want to see this, like I want a revelation from Jesus. I want to see it, like if it's real or not, you know what I mean? Because every now and then you come to church like, what is it? Is this real or is this like blooming church? You know, you come in, I haven't even seen any healing, no power, you know what I mean? I want to see that. But this morning it's like, oh my gosh, there is, you know what I mean? There is. Hmm. Man, it's the best thing ever. So today I want to challenge you guys, you know? It's one of you sitting in this room. God is ready to pour out his spirit to you. And he's already inside of you. But you got to act upon his word. You know, you got to do something about it. Choose your friends. You know? Choose carefully who you going to surround yourself with. Because that's going to make you too. You know? If you want to be powerful, go to someone who's powerful. If you're in a, in a family where, where they're just, you know, constantly... Talking about you and, you know, those who are 
the B words, you know? Bah, 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 bah. Anyway, <clears throat> get away from there. You don't have to stay there. Like, you're an adult, you know, go and look for someone, like, you know, to just chill out so you can relax. Because we need each other. We need to help carry each other's burden. You know, maybe Jesus is coming tomorrow or next year or whatever, but I got to remind you, it is real. But you got to take that wall away and build the bridge of faith. All right? All right, let's stand up. So if you're here this morning and you're feeling sick and stuff, you know, I urge you to just come up and we'll pray for you. Because I know this word of God just didn't just come out from my pocket. (laughs) It came out from there. And God wants to really bless you, man. You know? Do something about it. Because otherwise we're just playing church. Like, are you sick of just coming to church and nothing happens? You go back and nothing happens? Are you sick of that? I'm sick of that, man. I want like to go back home and say, I want to go and meet someone. I want to go and talk about Jesus. I want to do this. You know, like, build faith. Read your Bible. Pray. It's the fundamental of being a Christian. Read your Bible. Pray every day. And you grow, grow, grow. So, here we go. Listen to this. Watch your TV, listen to the world, and you grow, grow, grow. So you both grow. But you got to remember which one you want better, faith or fear. You know? But either way, they're going to both grow. But you got to understand, whichever one is going to be the top, that's the one that's going to rule you. doesn't matter how much you come to church. If faith is over faith, it's going to overthrow you. So, build your faith. Close your eyes.